and welcome to the Latte Dog's Content Creator Cast. I'm the host, Duke Latte the Latte Dog, and I'm joined with... Hasib, a.k.a. Hasib the Few. How y'all doing, man? Hope everyone is blessed. Hope everyone is good. How you doing? I'm all right, man. You know, hanging in there. Crazy times, crazy world, but, you know, maintaining. Yeah. Are there any other names that you might go by by any chance? Um... Um, early on, you know, I have a couple projects, uh, under the pseudonym, uh, futuristic is, uh, there's an LP called the fly trap that's under that name. Um, but I haven't, I haven't gone by that name since like 2011. So Hasib, that's my name given to me by, uh, my mother and father. And that's the name I go by on, on wax. So, uh, what do you create by any chance? Yeah, just as it, just tell the audience. I know what you create. Uh, hip hop music, man. Uh, music in general. Uh, I would say my my specialty or my genre, if you got to give it a genre, is hip hop. Um, but yeah, music, man. Um, beats, beats and rhymes, instrumentals, poetry. You yeah. audible art. You produce your, you produce your own beats. Uh, many of them, not every single one, but uh, but many of them. It's something that uh, you know I've been doing more so lately. Uh, earlier on in my career, you know, a lot of my good friends and collaborators would make the beats, and I would I would do the rhymes over them. But I got into making beats years back, and uh, yeah, man, I've been I've been making a lot of my own beats lately. Yeah, yeah, I've always um had an appreciation for that kind for uh production in terms of music like all those beats production things like uh one of the things that first got me uh back into hip-hop after i uh fell out of favor with it was um uh the mad villainy album you know that one oh absolutely man yes uh hearing uh mad libs uh beats with uh Doom's flow and uh, rhymes, pretty good stuff. I love it. Yeah, likewise, likewise. Mad villain, Mad villainy's regular rotation, man. You know, uh, uh, Bistro, Meat Grinder, Figaro. You know, these are all joints off there that stay in regular rotation. Uh, that means you're a weird guy, man. It, <laughs> you know, to appreciate Doom and to appreciate Mad Lib, you have to be a certain kind of weird. So, I respect your weirdness, man. Yes. Oh, you wouldn't have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I, I ask this a lot. Um, what kind of creator do you like to label yourself as, really? Um, like- oh, man. To be honest, to be completely honest, I... I kind of I kind of stay away from labeling myself because then I feel like I put my own art into a box. Um, you know my I, I enjoy making beats the most you know so but i don't call myself a producer first because i actually think i'm i'm better at rapping than producing but i have more fun producing than i do rapping um you know i also i'm not a photographer by any means i'm actually really bad but you know i i got a camera i took a photography class i like photography i make i make a lot of my own flyers and a lot of my own like artwork for singles and stuff so graphic design um, so I just consider myself an artist, you know, um, uh, I think 
I think I excel at certain arts more than others. Um, but, you know, in terms of what kind of creator, I'm, I'm really just, uh, you know, a human, a human being who likes, who likes making art. I'm inspired by a lot of different things and, you know, uh, I'm able to turn that inspiration and, and manifest that into art, whether it's audible or visible. You mentioned something about the you do the stuff for your singles. I I would like to know who does the stuff for your albums, really. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So all my album covers, my past, I want to say three album covers from the Fly Trap to the Futuristic EP, and then the Daisy Chain. They were all done by a gentleman named uh, Andres Guzman. Uh, Andres Guzman, he is based out of Minneapolis, at least he was, I, I actually got to hit him up and see where he's at now, very talented dude, um, you know, I got in touch with him through a mutual friend, Catch Lungs, out in Denver, it's one of the guys I met when I was on tour, so, um, yeah, the dude is a, you know, he's an illustrator and a graphic designer, and I think he does incredible work, Andres Guzman. Andre Guzman, okay, mm -hmm. I'll make sure to look him up later. Anyways, uh, I'm just gonna, I just feel like I'm just gonna go through these questions. I'm not gonna do them in order. Um, let's see. Would you say um, you're affiliated with any communities by any chance? Like any groups? Oh, for, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it, there's a really a multitude of communities um, that I'm affiliated with or involved in or a member of, you know. Um, you know, the hip hop community out here in LA, ah. definitely, you know, and LA is such a big city, uh, that there's different scenes even within the hip hop community. So I've been I blessed see. enough to, to be involved with a few different scenes and, you know, um, be a member of, uh, you know, the hip hop scene or at least parts of the hip hop scene out here in Los Angeles, um, you know, also, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a member of, you know, like the academic community. You know, I'm, I'm one of the dudes who like, you know, went to college mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, up at school, you know, you're, you're uh, on campus. I wasn't necessarily a part of any clubs, but, you know, and being uh, someone who makes music and also someone who went to school, it was cool kind of being in that academic community as well. Uh, you know, also... You know, I'm a member of like the, I would say, uh, the first generation Muslim American community. You know, a lot of, a lot oh. of, a lot of kids out, uh, you know, and from the United States whose parents might have been immigrants. You know, who were, I was born in the U.S. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I made friendships and connections with like people like myself. Uh, you know, really around the around the country and you know, kind of around the world. It's kind of crazy because that's a really hot topic right now. You know, with the uh, the political climate, but we could we could stay off that if you, you know. Yeah. If you want. Let's stay away from that. Sure. Yeah. Don't want to you know rustle any feathers. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um. So I know you mentioned listening to your albums. I found you uh mentioned your. You mentioned your religion a lot. Um, so would you say, is that a main source that you draw inspiration from? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it, it definitely is. Um, you know, I'm not the most religious or the most devout person. You know what I mean? Uh, 
but uh it's uh it's definitely something where you know it's more spirituality you know and kind of uh, being in tune with that side of things and hip hop has always uh you know in my opinion been big on that um you know definitely yeah hip hop coming from New York especially originating out there and New York was a, a major hub for uh you know for for that particular religion as well especially in the in the black community and you know uh it's something for myself where it's something that you know has definitely made me different from a lot of my peers growing up or you know a lot of my you know fellow students or people in the office or even people in hip hop you know what i mean um so it's uh not only something that gives inspiration but i think it's something it's a point of differentiation as well uh you know it makes me a little different uh i can have different subject matter um you know but i i wouldn't really call myself like a uh uh, you know how there's like Christian rap or like you know Muslim rap. I wouldn't consider it Muslim rap. I just I'm just an MC who oh. you know happens to you know who happens to be Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Of course, but, uh, yeah. I would consider you like a really like um say how do I put this like a person rapping a directly uh like a a Muslim rapper. I consider you a rapper, really. You're right, pretty... right. Anyways, would. Any other places would you say you draw inspiration from? Oh, man. Um, you know, it, it could be a whole medley of things, really. Sports is another big one. You know, I'm a huge on sports, and, you know, I, I definitely draw from, like, sports outdoors. I love being outdoors, man. You know, I love the mountains, mm. things like that, uh, nature, uh, whether it's fishing or snowboarding or, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, also reading books. Um current events, things that are happening in the news and in the media and, you know, what, you know, human issues and just kind of real stuff that that's happening daily. Um, it's really just my experience, man. My, my music is really like a, a narrative of my, my, my American experience, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good and there's, there's a little bad and it's just like a, a combination of, of what my experience is and just trying to narrate it in a creative and a, in a witty way. Ah, that's interesting. Um, let me see here. Um, let's see. Um, hmm. Oh, here's one. Are you collaborating slash have you collaborated with any others? Oh, sure. Sure. Um, you know, the, my last EP that I put out, The Daisy Chain, uh, which is available on, you know, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, the whole nine. The Daisy Chain, that's with uh, Curtis King. Nice. Uh, Curtis King is a producer out here in Southern California. Uh, you know, someone who's pretty well known uh, out EP, here. Good EP, by the way. What's up? Good EP, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Mm. Uh, yeah, Curtis killed it, man. You know, Curtis... Mm. Uh, he, his beats his beats definitely slap really hard and you know uh it took a while for us to 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 get it down but you know uh we made it happen and it was dope because you know before, like the, the project he put out before that one with me he produced the EP for MERS uh so you know to be able to be able to work with the homie who's you know 
also has done work with like cats like MERS and you know Glasses Malone. Uh, you know he's worked with Absol. He had you know he had beats on the Absol album, Kendrick Lamar, things like that. So it was cool to work with a producer who who's a, you know has good music and then is also pretty well recognized out here. So it was cool. Great. Um. Okay. Uh, what projects are you looking forward to working on? Slash. <laughs> excuse me. What current projects are you working on, both short and long term? <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's all good. Um, short term, you know, I have I have a couple uh, visual concepts. Um, you know, I'm working on this thing called the Home Body Sessions, where pretty much um, my guy Duke Visions, um, he's filming me in my natural habitat, just at home making music. Um, I'm using a lot of different kinds of music gear in different like situations and scenarios at the crib. And I'm just, uh, you know, making music and doing what I do. And he's, he's capturing it on film and, uh, you know, we're in the editing phase and then we're, we're going to release it soon. And we're going to, you know, kind of just drop it on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and really just, uh, uh, showcase how I make music at home, man. And I call it the home body sessions. Uh, that should be, you know, that should be out soon. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking within like the next month or so, we'll start rolling out episodes. And then uh, I'm planning on releasing another EP, uh, maybe late spring, early summer. I call it Indistinct Conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I already have two singles from it out, Pass Go. The music video for Pass Go came out on All Dev Digital back in August. And then I dropped Focus uh, in December, which was kind of just like a Lucy, just a song. Mm-hmm. Um, so past go and focus, they're up on my SoundCloud, also up on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Apple music, the whole nine. Those are like the first two records off of indistinct conversations. I'm looking to drop one more single probably and do like a, a music video for it and then drop the CP, hopefully go on tour. Uh, yes. Yes. That is quite interesting. I'll, I'll be looking forward to that. Yes. I need to look at that uh the pasco music video is that yep. yeah i'll have to look that up later uh let me see sure man yeah on youtube if you just uh type in hasib h-a-s-e-e-b and then pass go yeah it'll be the first one so, Should yes. be the first. so everyone you know what to look out for anyways okay process everyone has a process most at least most people do. Uh, do you, what's yours for coming up with ideas and such? Uh, you know, there's there's a couple different things that I like to do. Uh, I, I heavily work off inspiration. So where I'm, you know, I, I try not to force things. If I'm not in the mood to create music, uh, very rarely I'll, I'll like try to make a song. Like I might. You know, I might I might like start making a beat or something or write a little bit just to like stay sharp and just to keep in practice, really. Uh, but, you know, sometimes uh, I'll start making a beat and, uh, you know, if it's coming together and if, it, if it's sounding great and if it's really moving me, then, you know, right when the beat is done, I'll, I'll write a verse. And if the verse is dope, I'll hop right in the booth and record it right there and, you know. Uh, a song can be done in as little as an hour or two hours, you know, 
or it could be something where I, you know, I have a beat or an instrumental and uh, I've been playing it over and over and over again. I have it on repeat. I'm stuck in traffic in L.A. out here on the freeways. They're atrocious. I'll be stuck in traffic. I'll have a beat on repeat. And while I'm listening to it, I'll come up with a hook or I'll come up with a concept. I'll come up with like a, a rhyme pattern or something. Uh, and uh, I'll start writing it in my head while I'm in traffic. And, uh, you know, as soon as I get out of the car, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll write it down or, you know, something where I might record it on like my voice memo while I'm in traffic. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that as of late, the, the in the car thing has been something that's worked out well for me. But, you know, it's not like I premeditate that where I'm it's not like I get in the car. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to come up with a song while I'm in traffic. It just kind of happens. I'm sure you have a lot of time in traffic trying to get come up with songs. But anyways, live, living in the L.A. area, I'm sure. Am I oh, correct? man, it's, it's bad. It's like, you know, it'll, it'll take you an hour to go like four miles, five <laughs> miles. Uh, so glad I live on the Cape. God, I mean, you know, in Massachusetts. Oh, you're out there in Massachusetts. Nice, man. Oh. Are you... uh? Are you a uh, Tom Brady fan, Patriots fan? I uh, I don't follow football honestly. Uh, oh god, I'm not even American. I I'm here just here for school. Oh, where you from, man? I'm from Bermuda. You said Bermuda? Yes, Bermuda, the island. As oh, in the Bermuda Triangle, tip of the triangle. Very interesting. Yes. Anyways, enough about me. This is about you. So. Uh, well, you pretty much answered the steps you take to make your content, so I guess I would say, uh, what do you enjoy about what you do, really? Um. Since I assume you enjoy what you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it, you know, there's a few different things where when it comes to making beats, I, I enjoy the, uh, the solitude and the solace it's like very it's really peaceful you know you kind of just uh in a zone you know you're in a zone you're listening to records you're listening to vinyl you're coming up with drum drum loops you're chopping samples you're you know you, you're manipulating noise and you're creating something and and you know it's uh very really fulfilling when you make something that's dope uh when it comes to writing i enjoy I enjoy being witty and clever and coming up with 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 bars that that make people ooh and ah and uh, you know I'm always grateful when I hear people say they like my lyrics or when I when I do shows I, you know the crowd reaction is always something I enjoy. Uh, Guru from Gangstar, rest in peace. Guru said, uh, feeling satisfaction from the street crowd reaction. So. You know, when I'm on stage at one of my shows and when I when, when a punchline hits and, you know, my brother who DJs for me, when he drops the beat and when I hear the crowd go, ooh, uh, you know, that's that's fulfilling. You know, that that's like, all right, cool. Um, I really enjoy performing live. Uh, it's really therapeutic. You know, it's I'm in a full sweat afterwards and uh, the energy you, you put into it, it's like. It's almost like uh, playing a game of five-on-five basketball or even, you know, uh, 
uh, maybe even, you know, you equate it to something like sex or something physical or like, you know, snowboarding or whatever, where it's like, damn, it's like a sport. You, you get off stage and you're, you're tired. You're, you know, like your, uh, your mind was so focused on that certain thing. And it's like, after you're done, you just feel good, you know? Yeah. I've performed a couple of things. Most of them were school related, but anyways, um, yeah, it's, uh, for me, uh, probably because I haven't done it as much. It's not, performing isn't exactly, um, how I would say natural for me. I would, when it comes to, because, um, performing certain things, uh, it's almost sort of like an anxiety an anxiety uh -huh. thing or like a rush thing it's not that i hate eh, it's not enough it's sort it's hard to describe it's almost like an anxiety a gnawing anxiety inside but it's at the same time it's pretty exciting to actually do it and get up in front of a, a crowd and see just and just give it what you got yeah so, oh yeah yeah de definitely yeah. definitely it's uh you know uh i mean I, i've been i've been blessed enough to perform so much to where um you know i've learned different tricks and different things that really prepare me for the stage and uh you know i'm blessed to say that i'm 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 pretty natural now but i wasn't always super like you know i wasn't always a natural performer it was something that was learned hmm. um you know, I, I, w I wasn't necessarily shy. I just like, you know, early on, like I, I didn't understand certain things. And the more you do it, the better, just like anything, the more you do it, the better you get. You know, your the hundredth episode of your podcast is going to be way better than the first. And that's that's natural. Of course. You know, my my one my hundredth performance is was better than my second. You know what I mean? Sure. So I sure you know. hope that is true. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it will be, man. You just gotta keep keep doing it, man. Yeah, and let me see. I I recall a, a quote. Uh, going up on and uh, performing, I recall a quote from you know the the producer uh, and this EDM producer Dead Mouse. Yep, you know about it. Uh, yep. I I recall uh, there's a an ad that's been going around that is essentially a. Uh, for his master class on how to produce electronic music, really. Yeah, I saw that on YouTube. Yes, I recall. I just keep recalling that when I heard you talk about this, I just recall this this thing, this one quote from him from that thing saying, like, if you're not really comfortable uh, performing on stage, I recommend you put on a fucking helmet that covers your face. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. from personal experience anyways um yes uh you mentioned the uh the la hip-hop community anyone you want to shout out by any chance oh man too many to name but uh let's see off the top of the dome based off cats who i've seen recently uh you know shout out to my guy aspect one uh k will you got me on a show tonight foci you know um let's see the homie waju always doing his thing uh let's see verbs verbs is a staple out here uh noah james out in the ie you know uh 
making sure shit's going down out there. My man Droops throwing some of the best hip hop shows out here on the West Coast. Uh, my guy Amir at All Dev Digital, shout out. Uh, you know, there's many more to name, but that's just off the top of the dome. Mm. If I forgot you, forgive me. You know. I see. Anyways, um, let me think. Uh, you uh, say uh, you. Okay, hold on. You say you uh, you enjoy the hip hop community in LA. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you say that there are any problems by any chance that you would have in it? Like any gripes that you would like men that you wouldn't mind mentioning? Are you talking about in the LA hip hop community? Any hip hop community, in fact. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say you know. Um... Yeah, thing it gets really clicky, of course, and there's certain scenes where, uh, you know, I guess the the way it is is like there's certain scenes and where, you know, it's a a group of artists or a group of musicians or a group of promoters or whatever might have started something and they build something and then what happens is artists who aren't a part of that crew uh, may have a difficult time getting into that scene because they're not originally a part of that crew. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that happens in other cities and other scenes, but you know, there's in LA, there's something going on almost every night, every weekend, you know? And, mm. uh, you know, it's, uh, sometimes it feels, it doesn't feel very inclusive. Sometimes there's certain things that seem really exclusive. Um, you know, there's there might be some artists who, you know, might be just too cool for school. You know, I, I've I've met people in the scene who, you know, when they see you in person, they they you know they'll say what up and they'll acknowledge you, but on Twitter, you know, you, if you don't have a verified check mark and ten thousand followers, then they won't they won't acknowledge you on Twitter. Some corny shit like that. <laughs> um, you know, um, so I guess that's like the main thing is. But you know what? To be honest, like I stopped worrying about it when I when I was a little younger. Back in the day, it used to bother me more. But you know, the truth is, is like the scene consists of a bunch of people who do hip hop, whether it's make beats or rap or promote or whatever, whatever. And what artists get caught up in is trying hard to impress their peers in the scene. Uh, and for me, what I had to understand is I have to stop worrying about the other popular producer or rapper in the scene would stop trying to spend my attention getting getting their uh approval and i need to focus more on people like uh duke latte the latte dog people who support my music you know what i mean um there there are people in the scene or around the country or around the world who like my music and love my music so I have to focus my energy uh, and my attention on people who support and who who enjoy my music and show love and keep trying to build my own fan base and try to make more and more fans because, uh, you know, me getting a stamp of approval from, you know, this person or that person in the L.A. hip hop scene, it doesn't do anything for me but help my ego. But it's not having an ego is for me right now the best thing to do is just like yo, 
you know, there's I, I have fans, so let me focus on on them and let me focus on, you know, making more fans and making more friends, um, everyday people, man, not just the cool people, you know, not just the VIP section. That's pretty admirable, I would say. Yeah, focusing on your fans. And uh, I've always, um, when I've uh, started uh, this year, it was at the end of last year that I really started focusing on uh, meeting new people on uh, online and just interacting with more people and such. And, yep. uh, and uh, now I can... S- I can safely say it's. I've made a couple of cool, uh, of cool people here. Uh, just looking at my favorites list on the uh, on Skype it and all. It's just like, yeah, it's pretty cool that I, that I've actually even managed to uh, find and meet the and interact with these people. That it, it's. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's a cool thing, I would say. I've, um, what kind of content do you consume regularly? Um, like, I'll go ahead. Like, uh, do you watch? Um, do you watch YouTube videos, read books, or contents, um, comics, sleep, listen to music, etc., etc. You know that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, music for sure. Um, you know, yeah. uh, I'm not like a regular music consumer, and the way I consume music, I more so when I find something I like, I'll uh, I'll play it over and over again, and almost study it and see to try to understand why I like it. But that's because I make music. Um, you know, uh, TV shows. Um, you know, especially like the original content by like Netflix or HBO. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of, you know, like, uh, like I just watched Westworld. I finished Westworld recently. That was dope. Game of Thrones. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Uh, you know, have you seen seen Bojack Horseman by any chance? No, no, no. That's on Netflix. Uh, I've seen like, I've seen it up on there, but I haven't actually watched it. Is it good? It's pretty good. I would say. From the little bit that I saw, I didn't I didn't watch an episode, but it kind of reminded me of, of like Adult Swim kind of content. Yeah, uh, yeah, it sort of. It does tend to give off that vibe, really, especially in terms of the animation style. Uh, right. It, but I would say it's a pretty deep. In terms of its concept, uh, it's about a washed-up celebrity that. Uh, from a sitcom show back in the 90s like as the ending theme states back in the 90s he was a very famous he was in a very famous TV show gotcha Uh, and uh, he is now just washed up and now he's just trying to reclaim some of that fame that he once had really Uh, I see it's a it's a pretty interesting show actually in ter- especially uh in terms of coming to uh, coming to terms with your past i guess would say be a theme in it and uh and uh yeah nice when i when i get some free time i'll definitely uh 
Uh, definitely, I'll definitely check, check it, out. it out. Definitely check it out. Um, you know, uh, I, I do like animation as well. You know, anime. I'm not I'm not super up on all the different animes, but like Samurai Champloo was real dope. You know, I recently uh, finished I, Hunter Hunter by the 2011 adaptation. Have you okay, nice. What is it called, Hunter Hunter? You said Hunter Hunter. It's spelled Hunter X Hunter, really. Gotcha. Uh, yes. No, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah. It's okay. Um, it's about a this kid who, after his dad abandoned him pretty much as a baby, he goes to uh become a hunter because that's what his dad uh did. He his dad became a hunter in order to, but and left him behind as a as a child. So he Got wanted it. to become a hunter in order to find his dad. Nice. Yeah. It's, I would say, it's a pretty fun show. Anyways, have you seen Cowboy Bebop by any chance? Yeah, yeah. I've seen Cowboy Bebop. Definitely. Uh, that was like a few, not a few, but quite a few years ago. Back when I was younger, I remember it would, it would be on uh, Toonami, uh, Cartoon Network. I re- yeah, I've never really uh, experienced that tsunami wave. I th- it was just uh, it was just too late. Uh, I was just too late for it. I would guess you could say. Got you. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, Dragon Ball Z was you know one of my things. So you know that came on tsunami. So I caught a few other things on tsunami, and then a few things on Adult Swim. But uh, been many years, man, since since those days. I see. Yeah. Uh, it's... But yeah, man, even like games, you know, I grew up on like StarCraft and Counter-Strike, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what so, you mean. Uh, I'm definitely, even though I'm on some rap shit and some hip-hop shit, I've always been on some nerd shit as well, and you could always hear that in my music too, where I'll make references to like my nerd life, you know what I mean? Yes. I... It's a... That's interesting. I. I always appreciate someone into the nerd shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, especially me, I'm a fan of it, like, in hip-hop. Uh, like, you know, like even, like, you hear it a lot more now because now in hip-hop, being yourself is okay. Whereas before, uh, in, like, the bling-bling era, and, like, from, like, 98 until, like, 2007 or something, something 2008, where it was all about putting on a front and being something that like you're not, but now like you hear people like Chance the Rapper in their you know on their songs they're they're referencing Harry Potter or Pokemon or or whatever you know because you know you don't need to to act like you're too cool for school you could just be who you are and you could you know if you grew up on Pokemon I mean I still have my Game Boy Color you know what I mean I still have Pokemon Blue on Game Boy Color like that's oh. that's real that's like real life to me you know. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I, I might if I ask if you've ever played the game Undertale by any chance. Undertale? No, I've not. It, it back in 2015, it really made its rounds. Uh, it got it was huge in the PC gaming market. Really. Like, gotcha. Uh, have you ever have you uh, read any web comics by any chance? Web comics, nah, not 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 really, man. Um, you know, I, to be honest, uh, as of as of late, as of like recent recent years, 
I don't know, man. It's just, uh, you know, I guess I have a weak excuse, but uh, it's really hard to find time to uh, get up on everything that's new coming out and all like the newer things. A lot of a lot of the this kind of content that, we, that we're even talking about in terms of consuming content is uh, stuff I either grew up on or stuff in the past. And every now and then I'll have an opportunity to check something out yeah. or, I'll, you know, I'll be inspired to check something out and I'll check it out. And if it's tight, then, you know, uh but there's so much stuff out there now, man. There's there's so much to consume, and it's like, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day. When you know, uh, when I know, I uh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> okay, but anyways, uh, yeah, I, the reason why I asked this is because uh, the creator of the game, uh, who is known as Toby Fox, you see. Um, used to uh, score for an interactive webcomic called Homestuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, he. Uh, he then went on to uh create this game, and it got really huge. Like, yeah, if you were on, like, being on the internet and just looking this thing up you would be bombarded with how many people uh are fanatic over this game it's just like what what's it called again undertale undertale got it it's it's one of those games where it's uh best to go in blind by any chance so oh. so i won't give you pretty much anything here fair enough anyways so yeah, I played it. It I had a good time. I I if you want to pl- might want to play it, you can you might have a good time. Sure. Okay. Or right, maybe I'll uh I'll check it out when I have an opportunity. Undertale. Got it. So, let me see. Um Let me see. Um Can I ask you a question? Sure, why not? How did you find my music? I'm curious. Okay, uh, I'm. I cannot remember if it was. I think you. Mu- I cannot remember if you followed me or not, or something like that. Was it you? I think you. Either you followed me first, or I followed you first. Really. Um, but it, through Twitter. Yeah, through Twitter. Um, I went to back. You see, through Twitter's algorithm, they recommend a bunch of people. When you start following a bunch of people, you start showing up. Eh, I, I assume you start showing up in a bunch of other people's uh, recommended, especially if they share a similar interests. So God. eventually, I started getting followed by all these. Uh, when I was following a bunch of rappers, they I got followed by a bunch of rappers. Really nice. So I cannot. Re- I cannot remember if he. So I somehow in that mix I found you and decided uh, I wouldn't want well because you see in that dates I didn't I usually get no still am notified to um, people following me you see so uh, I saw something about you and I just thought um, okay um, let's see. Uh, if you're good to check out, so I checked you out and uh, through your Bandcamp link, you see. Nice. And uh, I 
I liked what I heard and uh, bought your entire discography off of that. Yes, I did. I do remember that seeing it pop up that you uh, purchased my music, man. So, yo, major shout out to you, dude. That's tight. Not, not a lot of people uh, still think it's cool to buy music in the age of streaming. So, mm. uh, you know, much respect. I still, I still think, I still prefer to uh, buy my music, really. And, nice. and like, I to have like a file for something. It's easier. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many ways to consume it. So whatever, whichever way, you know, is most comfortable for the consumer. That's, that's, that's what it should be. Yeah. Um, I, okay, then. So um, I guess. So on that note, I, I guess that is pretty much it, honestly. So uh, thank you for coming on, I would say. And um to everybody listening, go ahead and check out Hasib the Few or Hasib uh, through. I'll have some links in the description of this podcast. And uh, have a good day. Peace, man. Peace. And shout out to Duke Latte, man, the Latte Dog. Thanks for having me on. Uh, shout out to all the listeners and uh, everyone who supports my music or maybe who's never even heard my music and now is going to take the opportunity to do so. Much love to you and uh, everybody stay safe. Have a good one.